This is the Tigers Radio Network. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, My Way Entertainment, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, The Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, DZO Mechanical, Anthony's at Paxson, and Zach's Hamburgers. Mizell takes the snap. He's going to roll out far side of the field. He's going to look to throw. Now he's going to pull down and run. He's brought down for a loss on the far side of the field by A.J. Cunningham. Hoff, the wingback, he goes in motion to that far side. It is a fake handoff. Davis is going to look to throw. He's got Nick Rhodes wide open. Nick Rhodes makes the catch. 40, no one in front of him. 30, 20. No one's going to catch him. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Tommy Davis, welcome back to the starting lineup. Weathers out under center. Nick Rhodes, the far side receiver. Sapness in the backfield. Hoff and Rossborough are your wingbacks. Weathers moves Hoff in motion. He's going to hand off to Sapness up the middle. He's got a big hole. He's got no one to beat. One man to beat across the 50, 40, 35, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Adrian Sapness. 20. Big play by the Tigers there. Second down and four for the Tigers. Two minutes to go, first quarter. Takes the handoff, gives it to Abel Hoff on the far side, end around. Hoff's got a big hole. He's across the 40. He's got some space. One man to beat across the 20. And breaks one tackle on the 10. Touchdown, Abel Hoff. Into the end zone again for the Tigers. Weather's under center. No tight end. So five linemen. Hoff, the wing back. It's a quick handoff to Sapness up the middle. He's initially contacted. He breaks three. He's got huge space in front of him. Across the 45, across the 51, man to beat. 45, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Adrian Sapness breaks one big one for the Tigers. Davis under center. He's got Binder and Hoff in the backfield. It's a handoff to Hoff. They go off the edge again. He's trying to use his speed. He tries to cut back at the 5. Down to the 1. No signal yet. He's across the goal line. Touchdown, This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Jim Alsman, Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and Greg Pecco. And we're coming to you live from Georgia L. Kingfield on the campus of Strathaven High School here in Wallingford, Pennsylvania on a very humid night here on the first weekend in September. Welcome in to all of our listeners here. We have a great game on tap for you tonight between Marple Newtown and Strathaven. Alongside me is Steve Reynolds and Dave DePasqua. I'm Greg Pecco, and we have a great slate tonight, Steve, which we will preview both teams in just a second, but I know you're ready after a great week one in which Marple Newtown had a close one with Academy Park last week. 
Yeah, I'm just gr- glad to be back here, Greg, uh, broadcasting here for the Tigers in 2014. And as you said, a great game last week against Academy Park. Uh, unfortunately, the Tigers dropped 19-14, to but uh, came out with great intensity under first-year head coach uh, Chris Gicking. Uh, as you all know, former player here at Marble Newtown. And uh, the intensity they brought that entire game uh, with the lead into the fourth quarter um, you know, it was something that, you know, they can really build off of, and not to mention the uh, big breakout performance by uh, running senior running back Adrian Satness, who uh, ends up breaking the school record with 257 yards rushing uh, along with his two touchdowns. Absolutely. As you mentioned, it's the start of the Chris Gicking error. To kind of preview tonight's game before we get into the individual teams, just some matchup notes over the history of this matchup between Strathaven and Marple Newtown throughout the rivalry. Marple is 13-19 and all-time against the Panthers. Coach Chris Gicking, as a coach and a player, is a combined six and four against Strathaven. He was three and three against Strathaven in seven years as an offensive coordinator at Conestoga, and he was two and one as the starting quarterback for Marple from 1993 through 1995, with the one loss being as a, as a sophomore in '93. And that season, Strathaven was a Central League champion. Uh, looking forward there through the mid '90s, early 2000s was a tough stretch for Marple. They were 0 and 10 during that period, but broke that losing streak in 2006 with a 24 to nothing win at home. Since then, this rivalry in the last eight years is a 4-4 and split. We've had some back-and-forth wins on the road and at home from both teams, except for Marple. Marple has not won at Strathaven since the 1995 season. Tonight, starting quarterback, the junior Marcus Weathers, will look to be the first signal caller for the Tigers to, st- to win here in Strathaven since his head coach, Chris Gicking, did it in that 95 season. So a, a lot of uh, storylines here running together, Steve. we got a good one on tap so far. You said it, Greg. Uh, the storylines that you just mentioned about Marcus might be able to do that same thing that his coach did 19 so years ago here on the same field at Strathaven and uh, I know they're ready to go tonight. Well before we send it down to Dave Fieldside, just give me a preview of Strathaven and what we can expect tonight. Dave will have Marple for us in just a moment. They're Strathaven, alright? They're going to be a tough well-coached team by head coach uh, Clancy, um, winning his coach in Delaware County history. He has the state championships, uh, but they're going to be tough. The wing tee offense, they're going to pound the ball. Last week, coming off their big win, 40-6 to over Dobbins Tech. They had the team uh, combined for 35 carries, 229 yards. So there's a slew of guys they can hand the ball off to. Uh, look out for Anthony Myers and Alex Bratzis, who uh, will uh, carry that team tonight. And certainly you and I talked this week a little bit about game film. They have a very stout linebacking core that is juniors and seniors, so they have that. And now we'll go field side to Dave DePasqua, our man on the field who will be with us all season field side. Dave, give us uh, what we can expect from Marple Newtown tonight. Marble Newtown's ready to go. They walk onto the field currently, and they're going to try and build off last week's impressive. They brought a lot of energy. They did lose the AP, like you said earlier, but the great performance by senior Adrian Satness, 257 yards, which was the school record. They're going to try and build off that, try and clean it up with the amount of turnovers they had last week. And it should be an interesting team. They have a lot of returning. They're going to want to build off of last week with all that energy, like you were saying earlier, Steve. And, and, and Dave, last week at Academy Park was the first week we got to see this new offense under Coach Chris Gicking. And you and I talked about it last week and during this week previewing this game. Uh, it's a much more dynamic offense than we've seen in the past for Marple Newtown. Absolutely. They try to spread out teams. They try to go shotgun, something that wasn't under the Ray Junta era. And Weathers is going to look for his options outside. A lot more slants, a lot more spreading the field. 
Certainly getting more people involved. Dave, thank you. We'll be back with you throughout the broadcast today at different points in time. In the past, we've done it in the red zone. We will get as much coverage as we can out of Dave down there. Uh, different little sight line for us, Steve. Certain a little, a nice little dynamic we've been able to add over the years. Uh, this is awesome to have a guy on the sideline. Dave uh, coming back to Marple Newtown, contributing to this uh, wonderful uh, production that Jim Allsman created. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're, we're so happy to have him. So, Steve, I know um, to kind of go to a lighter note, or not a lighter note, but a more serious note, uh, you, you talked about Marple Newtown kind of has something going on with one of their family members right now. Go ahead and... Yeah, thank you for bringing that up, uh, Greg. Uh, Mike Shelley, uh, incoming freshman who was a part of the football team out throughout the summer workouts, uh, was recently diagnosed with Burkitt's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, and he's undergoing intense chemotherapy treatments to uh, kill those cancerous cells. And uh, the Marble community has come together. And if you don't know the Shelley family, it's a great family. Uh, his father is, is the president of the Boosters Company. And uh, what they're doing this week, they're selling T-shirts, uh, orange Shelley Strong T-shirts throughout the uh, week during lunch. And at next Friday's home opener against Harriton, they'll be selling them. It's going to be an orange out. Everyone's going to be wearing, the coaching staff included, uh, is going to be wearing the orange Shelley Strong um, shirts to uh, spread awareness for childhood lymphoma and to uh, donate everything to his treatment and care. Certainly uh, another uh, strong moment uh, of, of community here in Marple Newtown as we've seen with other instances in the past um, and our thoughts, prayers, and support go out to the Shelley family here from the Tigers Radio Network and the Marple Newtown football team. As these teams now, as we shift back to football, um, the teams now meet with their captains at center field, midfield um, for the coin toss for tonight's game here. Uh, seven 30 start a little different start than normal but you know that means we, we get to go a little later and everybody uh, gets a little football a little bit later tonight uh, to lead into their football weekend as the NFL opens up on Sunday and we will wait the signal from head official Bob Bush and here we go as the captains separate to their respective sides Strathaven will receive. Marple Newtown will kick to open this game off. Strathaven will move left to right. And Marple Newtown will move right to left when we come back in just a moment. The National Anthem is next. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, Flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. 
And go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back here with you, Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasquale on the sidelines, getting ready for kickoff here between Marple Newtown and Strathaven at Wallingford in Wallingford, Pennsylvania. And we have a good one here for you. Last year, this game, Steve, ended in overtime. Abel Hoff was the hero for Marple Newtown, uh, getting in there to tie that one up, and then Marple was able to win it in that overtime. And uh, Hoff will not be able to do that tonight as he is out, but Marple has plenty of weapons. Uh, yeah, they uh, for some guys that watch and play the Hoff, you'll see Adrian Sams, as we talked about, as Dave talked about, breaking the school record this year. They're going to keep feeding him the ball and, uh, you know, just keep grinding and grinding against that Strathaven defense. And uh, on the defensive side of the ball, watch out for Vince Severdelli, the senior nose guard, who will uh, be controlling the center of that defense and uh, causing some havoc in the backfield, Greg. So back to return for Strathaven is number five, Nick Malone, and number ten, Alex Bratzis, the senior. Kicking off for Marple Newtown is number 84, George Lambritz-Siosis. And waiting for the official to hand the ball over to Lambritzios. And tease it up at the 40 now. 12 minutes on the clock, first quarter. Here at Strathaven High School. Malone, Bratzis are back to receive once again. Marple will defend the right side of the field. Strathaven the left. And we are ready to go. The approach... And the kick is a long one. All the way back inside his own end zone is Malone. Three steps in, and they call it a touchback. It's automatic touchback when you cross that line in high school football. So Strathaven will take over to start this at their own 20, Steve. Good kick. That's just what you want out of your kicker there. Kick it deep. Uh, no returns better than uh, getting the ball in one of the playmakers' hands and uh, trying to make something out of it. So the starting quarterback for Strathaven is Nick Fender, number seven. and It'll be at wing T offense that Coach Kevin Clancy has run here for a very long time and has been very successful with. Come out in that wing tee. Fender in motion is Malone. It's a handoff Malone on the sweep to the near side. Stringing him out is Marple Newtown and being pushed out of bounds at the 22-yard line that time. And there you go with a sweep play to the right side of the field. And uh, Noah Turner did a great job at his outside linebacker position to hold the outside edge and string it out for number 13, uh, Lucas Massa, coming for the tackle. It'll be second down at about eight yards now from the 23, maybe second and seven now officially. And Fender under center. Two backs behind him. One man is a wing back. It's Bratzis who goes in motion to the far side. It's a handoff up the middle to Elijah Crew, the fullback. And he picks up good yardage, and it'll bring up third down, though, as he's about two yards shy of that first down marker. Number 75, senior nose guard Vince Verdelli that we were talking about. And on the tackle there, but not before, a nice push by that offensive line by Strathaven. Pick up a few yards there to make it a short third down play. So here we go. It'll be third down and two from their own 27-yard line. 11-27 to go first quarter. One wide receiver near side out of that wing set. Bratzis and crew are in the backfield. Malone, the wing back to the far side. Handoff goes to Bratzis up the middle. He takes, he makes one guy miss, bounces to the outside, cross the first down, and brought down about three yards past that, Steve. 
a slew of Tigers in on the tackle there. As well as number 43, Adriel Moss, and number 8, Carmen Christiana. And there you can see Bratis with the handoff there. And uh, he's a guy last week took back the opening kickoff, had a rushing touch, touchdown, a receiving touchdown. He plays all over the and field. And he can also play quarterback. And he kicks the ball. And he kicks the ball. So he's, he's a guy that you're going to An all-purpose guy. <laughs> you got it, Greg. First down and 10 for Haven from their own 34-yard line. Two men in the backfield. One wing back far side, one receiver to the near. Handoff goes to Bratis far side, tries to string it out on an end around. He's tripped up at maybe about the 35-yard line. We'll see where they mark it officially. Looks like 75. Uh, Vince Civerdelli, number 43, Adriel Moss. Both of them in on another tackle for the Tigers there. And uh, senior defensive end. Uh, Brian Brosser came in good initial penetration there to force a, a play. And it'll be second down and about eight for Strathaven ball, officially marked at the 36-yard line of Strathaven. Fender out under center again. Bratis near side, wing back. One receiver far side. In motion to the far side's Bratis. Handoff quick up the middle by Crew. He stacked up immediately and brought down for a loss by Marple Newtown. And there he is, number 75, senior nose guard Vince Ciberdelli, stuffing the middle, as he did last week, leading the Tigers with 12 tackles and one and a half tackles for a loss. He's in there for the play there. And, Steve, you mentioned it all week. His his contribution this week's got to be huge for Ciberdelli. It's a one-yard loss on the play officially. Ball back at the Haven 35-yard line. Third down and nine for the Panthers with 9.44 to go first quarter. Taking some time here in that huddle are the Panthers. Fender comes out under center. Two men in the backfield. Receiver far side. Handoff faked end around this time to Malone to the near side. He's got room. He's got a first down across the 45 and brought down at the 46. Good play call by Strathaven. Yeah, number 52, Matt McKay and 75, Ciberdelli in on the tackle. And that's the play Samara Moat made famous here a couple years ago. The buck sweep, or the, uh, the belly sweep. It's a fake dive and an end around. And Moat was, uh, phenomenal with that ball, with that play, I should say. And, uh, right there you see them picking up a first down for Strathaven. Malone, a strong run on that side. They'll bring up first down and 10 for Haven from their own 47 yard line. One receiver far side in motion to the near side's Malone. It's a handoff to Crew up the middle, and he picks his way forward across the 50 to the 49 yard line. And number 53 in on the play for the Tigers. That's Kyle Kelly coming from his defensive end position to make the tackle there on the dive play. So it'll be second down and six for Strathaven from the Marple 49 as they finally find their way into that territory. Current drive, seven plays, 30-plus yards. Fender under center. Man in motion. It's a handoff to Crew up the middle. He's hit by many Marple players right away, and no gain on the play. Good job by Marple. And number 53, Kyle Kelly coming across the field to make the play from his defensive end position. But number 56 there, uh, trainer, Matt Trainer was able to force some penetration in the backfield to cause that play. Steve, you played in a wing T offense, a third and six like this. What's typically a play call we see? Um, as you saw that on that third and long, it was the belly, belly sweep. sweep. Um, but you can see a counter here. You can see a trap, a quick trap. Anything's uh, possible in this wing T. Fender on our center. 
Samaro, the receiver near side. Looking to pass, looking to pass. Underthrown, intercepted! Lucas Moss with the interception! <laughs> Great play there by Lucas Moss. Stepping in front of the receiver, Paul Samaro of... Uh, the, the Panthers of Strathaven, and uh, great to see a kid like Lucas Moss after missing the year last year with a spine injury that he got in the second uh, scrimmage last year. He comes up with a huge play for the Tigers there. Glad to see the senior uh, come up with that play. Yeah, he just sat back in coverage, read it, and just jumped the route that time. 7.39 now left in the first. Marple Newtown will take over at their own 45-yard line, so very good field position here for the Tigers to, on their first drive of this game. And that's important. They got a forced turnover. They didn't force any turnovers last last week, and they were still in the game. Now with a big turnover here, the offense has an opportunity to take advantage of it. And we have a issue on the sidelines. Looks like there was a issue with the chains that the officials are tending to. Looks like they have that squared away now. And like I said, it'll be first and ten. Marple after the interception from Lucas Moss. Weathers comes out single back in the backfield. One receiver far, one to the near side. Tight end is Turner. Weathers under center, takes the snap, fakes the handoff. He's looking to throw, looking to throw, pulls it down. He's going to run to the near side of the field, crosses that 45 line of scrimmage, and picks up four yards before he's brought down at the 49. So smart play by Marcus Weathers to open the game. And number 34, Kyrie Fuller, in on the tackle for the Panthers. As you said, it's a smart play, and that's a smart kid out there. He doesn't see it. He's not going to force it. He tucked it under and picked up as many yards as he could there. So it'll be second down and six for the Tigers at their own 49-yard line here. If you're just joining us, Marple got the ball on an interception moments ago from Lucas Moss. Two receivers near side, eye formation in the backfield. It's a handoff to Sapness, looking for a hole. He bounces to the outside after initial contact. A few more yards after initial contact. Still going, breaks free. He's got the first down. He's got the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Adrian Sapness and the Tigers. Wow, what running by Adrian. And Sapness, it looked like the play was going to be dead, Steve, and he just kept them feet moving. Let me pick up my jaw there, Greg. I am in shock. I mean, and he he runs hard. He, he's got those big, thick legs that he just chops and turns, and he breaks that tackle to the outside, breaks the tackle, moves to the outside, and scores a huge touchdown there for the Tigers. A 51-yard rushing touchdown for Adrian Sapness and the Tigers. And Lambrizio saw on for the extra point with 6.46 to go here in the first. Ready for the kick for the extra point. Snaps good. Holds good. Kick is up and it is dead through. And the Tigers take a 7-0 lead. 6.46 to go here in the first. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, 
If it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Throw it down to Dave DePasco back here. Dave, what a run by Adrian Sapness. Breaking a few tackles, huh? I was behind the line of scrimmage, and I saw him break at least two, three, four arm tackles, able to break free to the outside, not stopping his feet like last week, and was able to break off another plus 50 rushing touchdown. Great job, Dave. Great view down there. That's why we have you down there. He was able to see some things that we weren't. Kicking off now, Marple Newtown, 6.46 to go, first quarter. Lambricios to kick it away. Back to return is Malone. And Samaru, Malone's going to take it from his own six-yard line. Going to try and find a wedge to the 20 now. Finding some blockers, but he's going to be wrapped up real quick at the 23. Still keeping his legs going. No whistle yet. Marple just took the ball away. And the Marple has the football! Before the whistle blew, Marple has the football. They stole it out of Malone's hands. And Carmen Christian with the fumble recovery, just taking it from Malone's hands. And we were talking about him before the game, and something that he did for the freshman team last year was just rip the ball. He was a ball hawk, and that's a great job by number six, Sebastian DeCrenzio, holding up the ball carrier, and then another second guy come in and rip it. That's textbook and how you teach it to go for a football. Huge well, play right there after a touchdown yeah. by the Tigers. I mean, there, it, Malone was keeping his legs moving. I was waiting for a whistle. We didn't get it, and Marple has the football. So they have the ball back at 635 here inside Panther territory at the 23. Weathers under center, I form two wide receivers to the far side of the field. Ball near hash. It's a handoff to Sadness up the middle. Trying to pick his way through. He's got big yardage and he's brought down after about 8 yards on the carry down to that 16, Steve. It looks like number 53 is in on the tackle. Shane Mulhern that you talked about last week leading the team with 9 tackles against Dobbins Tech. He comes in, steps up, but not before. A nice pickup by uh, Adrian Sadness. So it'll be second down and a long two from the 16, so probably more like second and three. 6.05 to go first quarter. Ball at the Panthers 16 for Marpa. Weathers under center. I form near hash again. Two receivers split wide far side. Weathers looking. Looks, fires. It's a screen dump pass to Christian on the far side of the field. He's got the first down and brought down at the 11. And number six in on the tackle, Paul Samaru. The senior defensive back comes in and tackles Christiana after a nice completion by Marcus Weathers on the swing pass. He makes a couple moves there and dives for the first down. So good job by the Tigers there. And going back to that touchdown, I mean, the way he runs that ball, it's strong. And I don't know, I was watching that game last time, Marshawn Lynch, and yeah. they, almost, they almost run the ball the same. Yeah, absolutely. Just get him some skittles. I form again. We have Dave DePasco in the red zone standing by. Handoff to Sapness. Makes one miss, man miss. Bounces to the near side of the field, and he's brought down. Shoestring tackle. A good tackle by the Panthers for no gain. And number 17, Roy Chung in on the tackle, the junior. And right there, as you see Adrian Sapness getting tackled for a loss. Dave, uh, back in that red zone real quick down there for you. Uh, a lot of energy on that sideline. Absolutely. They're ecstatic down here. They're trying to get another score into the end zone. As you just saw, Satin is trying to break free to the outside. Unable to this time, but he did it plus 50. We'll see if he can do it again. Thanks. And we'll, Steve, we'll keep Steve standing by as this develops here. Second down and 10 for Marple. At the Panthers 11, I form Marcus Weathers under center. One receiver near, one far side. In motion now goes Kostic to the far side of the field. Weathers is a quick handoff dive up the middle to Sapness. He's going to pick up about three or four yards on the play. And a slew of uh, Haven players in on the tackle. Well as number 55, Peter Deeb. 
And uh, you see Sadness, the way he runs the balls, he takes a dive up the middle. He looks inside first. If it's not there, he'll bounce outside. So he's not going to just bounce it. He's going to see what his blockers are giving him, and then he'll decide what to do. So it'll be third down and six with 4.11 to go in this first quarter. Marple leads seven to nothing after a two-play drive after they intercepted a ball. Lucas Moss with the interception. They got the ball back immediately on the kickoff return as Carmen... Christiana recovered a fumble. And Christiana now goes in motion to that far side of the field out of this single back form. Weathers is going to roll out to that far side, throwing for Christiana, and it is nearly intercepted by the Panthers' Samaro. And I think Weathers, as soon as he threw that, knew that he shouldn't have yeah. done it. I mean, he had him a little bit earlier. Samaro had good yeah, coverage the yeah, whole time. It was good coverage by Samaro in the flat, but if he threw a tad earlier, it might have gotten there, but there was a little too late. And uh, Is that something a, a coach will say, hey, take off if you don't like it immediately and get yourself something? Yeah, yeah. if it's not there, tuck in and run. Try to pick up some yards. So on for a field goal attempt is George Lambricios from ball spotted at that 14-yard line. So this will be a 24-yard field goal attempt. And snaps good, hold, and it is blocked. And the Panthers block it. And Dave down there on the sideline. Dave, what would you see? Uh, just a good rush on that far side of the field from the Panthers? Yeah, just created in front of the left side. We're able to bowl through. Yeah, the stop. All right, so no score there. 338, the Panthers will take over at their own 15-yard line after blocking that field goal attempt from Lambricios. And that's a great stand there right by the Panthers. Uh, after two huge turnovers, about to get down 14 up, or 10 nothing, they uh, come up with a huge play. So here we go. Samaro, far side receiver. Lambricios, or Fender under center, he hands off and clogged up the middle there was Nick Malone on the play. And he meets a wall as Kyle Kelly comes. Kyle Kelly and Matt Trainer come down from the defensive end positions and crash and make a nice play uh, for the Tigers. So they get about two yards on that. It'll be uh, maybe one and a half officially as the ball will be spotted at the 16-yard line. So it'll be about second and eight and a half for the Panthers inside their own territory. And now there is a flag in immediately. And that was odd. They're going to... Looks like they're saying a sideline violation. I didn't see any official. Normally they only do that if they run into somebody on the sidelines, but I guess they want to kind of get everybody back to begin with, so officials taking control of the sidelines, which is... So here we go. No real penalty, just a sideline warning for both sides. So it'll be second down and eight and a half for the Panthers from their own 16. Fender under center. The handoff goes to Malone. He's got a big hole to the near side on the end around, and he's got a first down to the 30 before he's brought down. Junior linebacker Gino DiCamillo, number 55, in on the tackle, but not before a big uh, pickup and first down by uh, the Panthers there, and that was that belly sweep that we saw in the, their previous drive on third and long. So that's their big uh, play, uh, go-to play right now. We'll go down to Dave DePasqua. Dave, you have something for us? Yeah, go ahead and dive up the middle. Maybe it's something that the Tigers are teaching, but they're ripping that ball. They're trying to get a strip. They're holding him up as they have that gang tackle. Thank you, Dave. 
Leach now the quarterback. A quick handoff to Crew. He's got a hole. He picks up about six or seven yards before he's brought down. And the Panthers starting to move the football here late in the first quarter, Steve. Number 13, Lucas Moss in on the tackle. As you said, they are on the quick guard trap up the middle. Uh, he breaks two levels, defensive line linebackers, and gets to the secondary. Where Lucas Moss comes up and makes a nice play before he's able to get a first down. So now playing quarterback for the Panthers, number 11, Dylan Leach, who's been in the last two plays. Leach under center. Bratzis, motion to the far side. Ball is fumbled. The snap is fumbled. And we got a pile. We're going to have to see who has this one. And they looks like the Panthers recovered as they immediately signal third down here. So that will be bring up third and three from the Panthers' 37-yard line. Here's big third down here, Greg. Uh, you stop him here, you're going to force him to punt uh, due to their field position. The most likely Lance is going to want to punt that away. So it's a big third down play here for this Tigers defense to get off the field. 1.30 left in this first quarter. Tigers lead 7 to nothing. And Leach hands off to Malone. He finds a little bit of a hole. He's close to a first down. We'll see where they mark it officially. Looks like he does have it, though. Yeah, they're going to give it to him. And number 64, defensive end Pat Carr in on the tackle. The junior comes up and makes a play, but that was a nice uh, first down uh, run by the uh, Strathaven on the sweep. So it'll be first down and 10 for Haven from their own 41-yard line, 105 to go first quarter. So probably have about two plays left to go here in this quarter, maybe three. One wide receiver far side with this wing set. Leach under center. Bratis in motion. It's a handoff to him far side. He's going to look to throw. Throws back. It's going to be intercepted middle of the field by Marple Newtown. That's Carmen Christiana. Another turnover for him, and he brings it inside the 40 to the 39-yard line for Marple Newtown. And Marple has three turnovers in one quarter, Steve. Plus three. That's where you want to be. Last week, as we said, they were minus five. They're plus three already. Uh, three turnovers, and right there, Bratis, as we talked about, can throw the ball. He gets it on the halfback pass that we saw them run, uh, practicing in pregame. Um, and something there where, you know, you don't always have the opportunity yeah. to throw the ball. So if you have the opportunity there, even though it's not there, you're going to force it. That's Marple what got did great there. pressure that forced that throw as well that time. 44 seconds to go first quarter. Marple takes over again for their third possession of the game at the Panther 39-yard line. They come out out of the shotgun now. Marcus Weathers, two receivers near side, one far side. Sadness in the backfield with Weathers. Here's a snap. Weathers is a handoff to Sapness. A big hole for Sapness. Cross the 30. Still digging forward. He has the first down and brought down at the 25, and he does not stop when he gets that first contact. He keeps trying. Bratz is in on the tackle, number 10 for Haven, and as you said, he, he doesn't. You're going to have to bring more than one guy in there to tackle him, and he just, he's got those big legs, and he just, the way he steps are just almost like he's doing high knees there, and uh, great play there on the read option. Marple so far, 13.3 yards per carry. They go three wide again, out of the shot on Weathers. It's a handoff again to Sapness. He bounces it to the near side, trying to find holes. Bounces it back the other way now. Finds a hole. Got the first down, and oh, just brought down on that far side of the field. Inside the 15 to the 13. Dave DePasqua. Dave, you had a good eye down there. 
He's juking. It's like watching Xbox. He's going right down the sideline. He's breaking off tacklers. He's like Marshawn Lynch from last night, like Steve said. <laughs> I mean, he's he's an incredible back, and he was good last year. He's even better this year, Greg. Dave, you're close. To Here's the handoff again to Sapness out of the shotgun. Bounces it to the near side. This will be the last play of the quarter. He keeps going. Got six on that one. That's the end of the first quarter. Tigers lead 7 nothing. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. 